what's your mindset? So again, you know, then just the, the, the people around you, like are these people around you, are they helping you better yourself? Are they pushing you? Are they holding you to a standard? So for me, that's what betting on yourself means. It's just not, you know, I'm gonna say these cliche words, but it's, it's, it's action that you have to put um, towards those words um, day in and day out in your, um, in your, in your, in your life. Hey everybody, what's cracking? Welcome to the Jim Rome Podcast and welcome to Radio Row in Phoenix for episode 254 where this week I'm catching up face-to-face with a 14-year NFL vet and a jungle regular. He is a three-time Pro Bowler. He is a Super Bowl champion. He is former Colts, Niners, Cardinals, and Giants safety Antoine Bethay. These days, Antoine is the co-host of the Man to Man pod with my dude Darius Butler, and this week is a perfect occasion for a man-to-man extended conversation on the original side hustle, so let's get right to it. It is episode 254 with former Pro Bowl safety Antoine Bethay, and it's coming at you right now. My man, Antoine Bethay, joining me on the row, JR Pod. We're doing it on Radio Row. My man, what's up? How you doing, dude? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. I appreciate the relationship. I want to talk to you about a few things, but first, let me start with you before we get to the matchup. You played 14 years in the NFL. You're a Super Bowl champ. You're a three-time Pro Bowler. You had an excellent NFL career, but when you first arrived in camp with the Colts, dude, where were you on the depth chart? Number seven. Number seven. Number seven safety on the depth chart. All right, so I'm curious how you approach that. For instance, there's how they saw you, and then there's how you saw yourself. Were you looking just to stick, or did you already know that you had greatness in you and that you would go on to have a long, productive, successful career in the NFL? What was your mindset at that point? Man, for me, um, just going into the draft that year, it was all about an opportunity. I just wanted an opportunity. I just wanted to be able to get on a roster, and then from there, um, the ball was in my court. And uh, once I got out there, once I got on the, um, got in that locker room and got on the field, I believed in myself. Um, I believed in my playing ability. And, um, and the rest was future. I'll tell you what, though, but number seven on the depth chart, was that not at all in your head? Was that not kind of an overwhelming thing? Or did you just not even care? Did you know that you were not the seventh best player at that position? Um, I would say after a month, I knew I wasn't the seventh best <laughs> Uh, player at that position, but you know you gotta you gotta go through the process and um and for, and again for me it was I I'm a grind I, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do um to make this roster and obviously my first thought was okay special teams special teams is gonna be my way um to make this roster but then you know we got into um, OTAs and started making some plays and we go to to training camp making more plays and um it was just putting that best foot forward man and whenever the lights came on just be ready. All right, so you wrote a book, a great book called Bet on Yourself. Now, that seems pretty self-evident, right? We should all do it because if you're not willing to bet on yourself, then nobody else is going to either. I understand that. But I'm guessing to you it's more than just a phrase but rather a lifestyle. What's it mean to you to bet on yourself? It's action, right? So, again, you know, you can get up and say, look, I need to bet on myself. But um, as a person that I've done this for a long time, it's like you got to put action to those words, right? So um, how are you going to better yourself, right? How are you going to improve um, when things um, come in your life where you got to um, overcome these these obstacles and these hurdles? Like, what are you going to do? What's your mindset? So, again, 
you know, then just the, the, the people around you, like are these people around you, are they helping you better yourself? Are they pushing you? Are they holding you to a standard? So for me, that's what betting on yourself means. It's just not, you know, I'm going to say these cliche words, but it's, it's, it's action that you have to put um, towards those words um, day in and day out in your, um, in your, in your, in your life. I think what you just said is the most important thing of all. It's, it's, it's the actual act of doing something. You have to take action, man. Yeah. You can talk all you want. You can think all you want. You can read all you want. You can watch as many videos as you want. If you never actually get around to doing anything yeah. about it, it doesn't matter, does it? That's it, man. And, and, and you know, people always talk about it like, you know, everybody has a plan, right? But Until they get punched in the face. Facts. And then how many people really execute that plan? <laughs> and really, that's what the action is. It's like you executing, um, you know, the whole the model of you betting on yourself. See, I love that. We, we kind of laugh about that because we're, you know, you played the game. I've covered the game. We all know that saying everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. I mean, what a brilliant thing that Mike Tyson said back in the day. It's so true, dude, right? Everything's great when everything's great until everything's not great and you get your ass kicked. It's how you react, right? It, it is, man. And, and that's all. Um, because we all get our ass kicked, right? It's Everybody. All, it's, all it's, fa- it's all facets of life. That's the same thing I was about to say. Whether you're on the field, whether you're here doing this pod, um, whether you're in the business world or whatever the case may be, everybody has a plan. But the, the, the real ones, the successful ones, they know, they know how to pivot when, when times get rough. All right, so what did you do? For instance, if, you, if I were to say to you right now, give me an example of you betting on yourself now like you're beyond the game you're doing other things you're really active off the field you give back you've got businesses what's an example of you betting on you right now what's that look like man i would say my i have a i have a restaurant man and obviously you go can into i interrupt it. you dude i've done that that's a hard business it's a, dude and, and it's and a, a really hard business and again you know those are one of those things that you know i better myself a lot of people say look man it's a hard business it's tough and it is and they're right and it is and it is and and you know a lot of times you say you know you make you make it past three years then you've done something great you know we've been in business for five years dude what's harder being in the nfl beyond three years or being in the restaurant game more than three years I say restaurant. Yeah, right? It's close. I say restaurant business because, again, you know, NFL, you know, a, a lot a lot of times the ball is in your court. Obviously, some other things that ha- has to go right for you, you know, um, situations and things of that nature. But the restaurant business is like you have employees that you have to get into the right mindset, right? You got numbers that you're working with. You, you mean they stealing money from you and <laughs> your liquor is not the right mindset, dude? Man. Man, man, man. So I would say. You're like, damn, Rome, you know what you're talking about. You know exactly what you're talking about, man. So that restaurant business is tough. But, again, for me, you know, it's me betting on myself. Uh, I played the game at a high level for a long time. But me venturing out into the business world, doing something that I never thought that I could say, you know, I'm going to be a restaurant owner. But to be successful in it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm excited and proud about that. No, I appreciate that. Listen, I hate to bring up the ref show, but you and Darius got into it on your pod. Yeah. So let me ask you about it right here. Like, I love a good conspiracy theory as much as the next cat. Yeah. But what do you make of all this talk about the league and the game being rigged? Is it rigged on any level? Is there Hell anything to no. that? Hell no. Talk to me. No, not at all. I, it's, 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 it's impossible. Like, how would you rig that shit? Exactly. Like, it's impossible. Um, I'm not going to say it's, Im- yeah, it's impossible to, to, to script, you know, those many games with that, with that many people. You got so many people involved <laughs> in this. You know, you this got coaches, players, refs. Dude, can you imagine submitting scripts to every single team? Exactly. Then, not, not playbooks. No, playbooks don't matter, man. The script is all that matters. Learn the script, not your playbook. And you can't even, like... 
it's tough enough <laughs> remembering the, uh, the remember the playbook, but to remember a script. Yeah, um, but it was funny, man. You know, uh, watching uh, Arian Foster and his crew talk about it, you can tell he was facetious, but some people really love um, to to create a narrative, man. But it's no oh, way. No, they loved it because you had a credible guy. We right. never mind that he was just messing with everybody because Arian's Arian. He's awesome. I love him. Yeah. But there are people who want to believe that shit. They're yeah. like, see, see, yeah. he said so it must be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it was exciting just to hear the, to see all the back and forth on social media. Okay, but to that point, so no, no, the NFL is not rigged. However, is bad officiating an issue? For instance, is it affecting the quality of the product? Is it affecting the bottom line? Yes, uh, we have to. We have to do something about the officiating. Again, I understand it's it's a tough job. You know um, what they're looking at um, is going a hundred miles an hour. But with all the um, the cameras we have on the field now, the views we have, being able to call to New York. Um, it's some things that we have to put in place to help with these missed calls and these bad calls. Because, again, at the end of the game, we shouldn't be talking about the calls that the ref missed or made that was bad. We should be talking about the guys out there that's playing, that's busting their butt out there on the field. Absolutely. If you have technology, take advantage of it. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Let me ask you this. When you see all the noise and all the pushback, how much of that is just social media because social media? But, dude, how much of that is gambling? 80 I think, and, and it's one thing I tell D-Butt, I'm like, another reason why we have to control the officiating is because you have FanDuel over there. You have DraftKings. Um, Draft you have all these sports books that a lot of people are putting a lot of money into and the NFL is as well. Like you have to you have to you have to fix that because a lot of times these games are, you know, deciding it's a lot of money involved. People have money on the a game. A lot of money they involved. Care. They, they cared when it was just their favorite team. Right. But then when you put somebody's money into the equation, and it's not a, they really care. And some people not bet chump change. No, right? All right, so let's jump around a little bit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I have to admit, I'm kind of enjoying the Colts hiring process. I'm not looking to disrespect you or them. Yeah. But, dude, I hope it never ends, man. Like, <laughs> I, like I love it. But do you? See, how do you see this thing ending? Who do you think they're going to end up with as a head coach? And who would you like to see? So, um, I think they might, they might be leaning to bringing Jeff Saturday back. They are not, dude. Come on. For real? I, I think so. And how do you feel about that? Um, again, you know, Jeff's my guy. Great guy. 
um, great leader. When and I tell people to this day, like when you they talk about the the, um, the hire as Jeff Shatter as the interim, and I tell guys, I'm like, man, Jeff was really one of the leader in the locker room when we was there. And you know, you think of you think of Peyton, you think of you know, you have Reggie Wayne and. And, and, and guys like that but when it was time for somebody to get up in front of the room and speak it was Jeff Saturday so I know he's a, a, a leader of men you know again I know it's a, a crazy situation as far as you know him um, getting that job you know in the middle of the season not having um, a lot of coaching experience you know it's a, it's a lot of talk you know as far as you know black coaches not being able to get the um, get those opportunities but Knowing that, you know, Jeff Saturday was one of those guys that kind of was was part of that foundation of what the coach was all about, being a leader of men. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be totally mad about it, but, you know, I know it's other guys out there that are um, capable and, and, can, and can do the job. Are, are there other dudes? I talked to Jonathan Taylor about this on my show. He said something similar to you. Saturday has good energy. Saturday was able to command the room. Saturday yeah. has guys paying attention. He said similar things to you. And my thing to him was, okay, you would know better than me. I wasn't in that room. Right. But why did that not translate into wins? His response was, because we didn't win enough individual battles, battles man on man. I love Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, man. I love the like, guy. Like, I, I yeah. love the guy. Yeah. love the guy. I accept that from him. But you tell me, if, if Saturday's that, and he guys respond to him and buy into him. Why didn't it translate on the field? Great question. Again, you know, um, we're seeing it through the lens from from TV. We're not in the locker room. We don't know what's going on on the practice field. Um, you would think that, as you as you just mentioned, as Jay, uh, Jonathan Taylor said, like you know, a great guy who knows the game, who can lead men, who can get the guys um, um, ready to play. But at the end of the day, you know, once you're in between those white lines, man, the guys got to execute. You know, guys got to execute, and then obviously, you know, it's going to be some times where coaches got to make some, 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 some calls, some changes, and things of that nature. But um, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Dude, what do you make? Aaron Rodgers said, "Different dude. I'm a big Aaron guy. Yeah. He's going dark for yeah. four days, dude. He's going dark. He's going into a little house with a little door and a slot for food. Yeah. He's going to turn off the lights. He's going to meditate on it. He's going to think about it. He's going to get really serious about his decision." Have you ever heard of anything like that? What do you make of his decision yeah, to go nah, dark for four days? That's a different dude, man. I try to I try to meditate for five to ten minutes in the morning. Shit's hard, it's right? Hard, it's man. hard, man. A lot of things going on in your head. So, um, if he can do dude, it, can man. we stop on that for right? Exactly for five minutes. I had a dude back in the day, a Navy SEAL by the name of Richard Makowitz, and Mac and I would train in MMA. Yeah. But for our sessions, we had to meditate for five minutes, and he would tell me if anything goes into your mind for five minutes. We start over. I'm like, dude, this shit's we'll hard. All, we'll be here all day. We'll be here all day. All day, man. This shit's hard, man, right? It's tough, man. I, I you know, <clears throat> that was one of my goals. You know, once I got, once I got done, you know, work out every morning and meditate. You know, start off at five minutes, try to get to ten, and obviously, you know, gradually, you know, try to get to, you know, at least 15, 20 minutes. I'm still on five minutes. <laughs> to your point, man, it's, it's it's tough, and for Aaron to be able to go dark for four days. Um, if it if it works for him, kudos to him. I, I just can't. I couldn't see myself doing it. Four days. That's a long time. But to your point, different dude. So if he does that, and who knows what's rattling around up in his head, if he does that, how do you think he emerges from that house in that dark room? What do you think he's going to decide? I mean, I think he'll. He's coming back to play. 
That's me personally. Because of money, because of love of the game, because of the ring, what brings him back? I say the love of the game. I mean, money, of course, everybody plays for money, but he's made hell of money since he's played. You know, I think one thing that guys don't want to do is walk away from the game. Well, first first thing, guys want to walk away on their own terms. So that could be a plus and for that him. That almost never happens. I say this all the time. Guys almost never get to go out on their own terms. Exactly. So that could be a plus for him. But then also guys never want to walk away from the game knowing that they still have some left in the tank. So watching how they ended the season, you know, um, with those, you know, with, with, with Christian Watson coming on as a young receiver, still he still has a lot left in the tank, and I just don't see him just walking away from the game like that. Dude, what do you think is, is worse, leaving a little too early while you still have something left or staying a little too long and not being that guy and going out in kind of an ugly fashion? <clears throat> Um, I say leaving, leaving too early. Like the way the way Barry did it. Hey, that's talk about a different cat. A different cat. You know, still had a lot left in the tank. Left at the true. He was one of the best. The door, and he just walked away. And he could not, look at dude, he, not only walked away, but like it seems like he never even looked back. Right. You know, and he could look. He could look himself in the mirror every morning and say, "Look, I made the right decision for myself." I feel as though that's that's. That's the way you do it. What do you think his mindset was, man? Do you think tired of losing, tired of preparing? Exactly, exactly what? what it was. You know, um, I don't think he was tired of preparing just because he was an all-time great, and that's what they do. They prepare. But when you put all that work into it in the offseason, do, throughout the week, on Sunday you go out there and perform, but you don't get the, the team results, like that, that weighs on you. That weighs on you. And, you know, I think when he was there for 10 years and they weren't really able to get over that hump, that weighs on you, man. So it's like, you know what? I did what I did. I did the best that I could do to help this city, help this franchise, this organization. And I'll take my you know, my efforts elsewhere. Dude, have you ever seen a back? And you've seen a lot of great backs. You've gone up against a lot of great backs. Have you ever seen a back like Barry? No, but I would say anybody similar would be LT. Hmm. Tell me. LaDainian Thompson, right? So you look at the highlights from Barry, and, like, you know, one you, you rarely saw one guy you know, bringing him down. Um, you see him, you know, see guys tripping over their feet, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. And the guy that I played against that was similar was LT. Like, just his his balance, um, the way he can make you miss, the way he could run past you, the way he could, you know, take that that run 90 yards. Like, he had it all, you know, obviously coming out the backfield. So, obviously two different backs, but – a lot of similarities that I see, you know, between the two. LT was electric, dude. And he had man. a good way about him, too. I love the way he carried himself. Yeah. He just had a way about him, yeah. right? Yeah. He was just cool. Nah, he, he was, was cool. man. I don't think he gets talk, talked about he enough. He doesn't. He doesn't get talked about enough, man. LT was... Like MVP stuff. Like, unbelievable. For sure. For sure. For sure. I think you're right. I this message is sponsored by Discover. Did you know that you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help routinely remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data, and they will do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Why do you think he doesn't get talked about more? Why doesn't he get the credit that he deserves, the respect he deserves? I mean, you you, you look at you look at running backs. I mean, obviously, you know, Hall of Famer, so that that's that speaks volume. But when we talk about 
you know, great backs. You know, it's so many, but I, I, I'm not sure why. I, I don't know if it was, you know, not winning a chip or whatever the case may be. I'm not sure why, but he definitely deserves it. So, Antoine, what about, I was talking to Mark Andrews on my show the other day, and I said, what about Lamar? How do you think that thing goes? And, you know, he's been saying, and he said it on my show too, he's a Raven for life. He's yeah. a Raven for life. Do you think that he will be? I think so. I'm not, I mean, he should be, of course. I think but so. But do you think that he will be, or is business going to get in the way of it? Like, like if he sticks to that that Deshaun Watson thing, and, and why wouldn't he, I guess, because Deshaun got guaranteed money, crazy guaranteed money, Lamar's going to look at Deshaun and say, well, wait a minute, man. If he got that, I should too. As he should. Should he, should he or, or were the Browns just jacked up? And is that an anomaly, and nobody else is going to do that? Well, I mean, it depends how you look at it. I mean, I love it for, for the players. I love it for Deshaun Watson being yeah. able to get that guarantee. You know, the Cleveland Browns, they did what they did. Um, but I think it's a – and obviously it's a lot of times where business gets in the, in the way, right? And I hope hopefully it doesn't in this situation. I feel as though there's a situ, – it's a – it's a win. It's, it's a possibility to be a win-win for both sides, right? And I said it on the show. I'm like, man, if you could get a deal, four-year, $200 million, all guaranteed, right? You get $200 million guaranteed. The contract's not long. I think it's a win-win for both sides. What Did you say that to him? No, I said, I said me and, oh, you me, said me that and Darius. Show. Yeah, me and Darius what do you was think talking. He, what do you think he would say to that? I'm not sure. But, I mean, you get 200 guaranteed. You know, Sounds you, good to me. You got it's four years. It's not a long deal. You you you're pretty young at, at the position. You'll be able to come back to the table, um, and for the for the Baltimore Ravens, you still got your guy. You 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 centered that offense, that team around Lamar, for him to be able to walk out that building just because of, you know, some dollars that you have. I think it would be asinine not to not to get him back in the building, and you get rid of your your OC. It's a, it's. I just feel like it's right on the wall that Lamar Jackson would be back. I think both sides, if both sides are willing to give, you get that deal done, right? The deals, the best deals are when everybody's pissed. That's how you know it's a good deal, right? So we'll see. Let me ask you this. I think this is really serious. Do you think his contractual situation led to him missing games late in the season? Because that, that to me is a really serious question, and I'm not alleging it at all. I'm just asking you your opinion. Do you think that dude would do that? Or, or... Are you okay if that dude did that because it's a business decision? Hey, look, I'm okay with that, right? I say all the time. They don't now, care about you. Even now, right? You know, you're going into college, and it's a business. It starts a business really in high school now with these NIL deals and all oh, yeah. this. So at the end of the day, every player, and I tell the young guys, the sooner you can understand that this is a big business, right? Every organization, they're going to do what's right for them as an organization, for their business. As a player, we have to do the same thing. Whatever is right for us, the player, our business, we have to do that. So if it was a decision for him at the end of the season, like, you know what, Uh, my knee is hurting. I don't want to go out there and and injure my knee more, knowing, not knowing what's on the other side, then I'm going to protect myself. I don't fall for it at all. It's interesting, you know, if his feeling is my knee is not right and I don't feel like they fully have my back or I don't feel like they're going to fully offer me, but they want me to go out there and put myself at risk, that's an interesting conversation, it right? Is. It is. It's very interesting. And you got to look at you got to look at both sides. You got to look at both sides. And if you really um, look at both sides and sit back and say, you know what? I mean, he's not wrong. All right, so, dude, before I let you go and ask you about the Super Bowl and your thoughts on that, can you see any scenario 
where Tom Brady would play again, or do you think he is officially done? Man, he's officially done. He can't come back. He can't come out of retirement. Talk to me. Like, dude, that took you one second to answer that. <laughs> nah, man. You know, um, For optics or for, like, why do you say that? You know, I just, man, one of the greatest to ever do it, right? Um, you know, I honestly thought the first time. Are you saying he can't do that, or are you saying, dude, don't do that? Both. Yeah. Can't do it and don't do it. Yeah. You know, um, great career. You know, um, again, being able to go out on your own, your um, his own terms, um, and just you know, just a flip flop. You know, I, guys don't want to see that. You know, even though you know, he, I don't think he'll lose any, you know, respect that guys have for him as a as a person, as a player. But I just think in in his eyes, it's being considered the goat. Like. You know, you don't want to go out that way. Oh, he retired. He came back. Oh, he retired again. Oh, he came back again. I don't think it's a great look. Dude, I, I love that you just said that, man. It's the flip-flop. It's like, if anybody can, I guess that guy can. But don't, don't tell me that's not a good It's a bad look, yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's yeah, a bad I, look. I don't think it's a you good look. You already did it once. Yeah. You already did it once. Yep. But the drug, dude. The drug. Hey. The drug. It, it's real. And don't tell you. It's real. And it's don't tell real. me that dude ain't addicted to the drug. It's real. It's real. Um. And uh, you can see it after the first time. You know, he retired, stayed home for a little bit, and again realizing that hey, I still have a little bit left in the tank. I've been he's been doing this for forever. So that's all he knows. So your point, it's a drug, and we know how that goes. Drugs are hard to get off of, yeah, man. We know how that People goes. People die, man. They get addicted to drugs, and bad things happen. Yeah. All right, dude. Last thought. So last check, Philadelphia was minus one and a half. How do you see this one? How you playing this one? Man, I'm, I'm going with Philly, man. I'm going with Philly. Um, I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Obviously, at, at one and a half, it's a, it's a pick em game. But I will give Philly the upside because of their D-line. I think their D-line is going to be an X factor um, in this game. Being able to, um, not going to say control them, but, you know, keep keep Mahomes in the box. Keep him, keep him moving. Not sure how that... High ankle is obviously he played played well in the um, AFC Championship game, but I'm gonna give um, I'm gonna give Philly the edge in this one. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. See what prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code ROME, R-O-M-E. New customers can bet 5 bucks on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code ROME. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. Do they get after the quarterback? And not only that, man, God, they, they have guys. They have depth. Guys are fresh. Yeah. Like, you can just bring Indomitian Sue out yeah. of nowhere and just <laughs> drop him in there. Yo, yo, man, go get the quarterback. Yeah, that's and that's what you waves. want. Waves. They come at you in waves, right? And that's what you want, man. I, I always say, like, you, you, I don't care what you, how you want to create this game of football, you know, in the future as far as just scoring as many points. But at the end of the day, when it comes time, December, January football, the game is one in the trenches with your O-line and your D-line. O-line being able to block, O-line being able to control the line of scrimmage and run the ball. On the defensive side, 
guys being able to stop the run and being able to get pressure on that quarterback and get that quarterback down. That's how you're going to win the game. One last thought. Is there anything to the – look, I agree with you. Is there anything to the Mahomes factor? Because I'm hearing this both ways, right? A lot of people here – I've been here half the week – will say, man, it's that Philly D line. What are you going to do? You can't block those guys. They will get to the quarterback. And then there's a group that would also say, Mahomes, Mahomes. I cannot bet against Mahomes. Never mind that he hasn't won every single huge game, but is there an argument that you should not or cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes? He's special. He is. He's special. So, you know what I mean, for somebody to say, hey, I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes, I'm not going to argue with him either. You know, he, he's very special. He's able to do some things that – majority of the quarterbacks in the league can't do you know with his legs with his arm um and then obviously you know he has his his, his partner um Travis Kelsey it seemed like they just always on the same page so again for the people that's saying hey, I'm not gonna bet against Patrick Mahomes I'm I, I I feel you but you know in this one man I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Eagles man fly Eagles fly I got it so leave me with this thought you mentioned Kelsey what do you do about this dude I mean what do you, what if you try to double. defend this guy I mean yeah double him every play Every passing situation, double them. Now, if somebody else beat beat you left-handed, if they beat you running the ball, they beat you with juju. You can live with that. I can live with that. But Kelsey coming out of the game with 12 catches, 100-some yards, and two touchdowns, that's unacceptable. You should have known, right? Yep, you should have known. That's unacceptable. AB, appreciate you very much. I know you got a lot going on this week, and that was a big ask. I just went long form with you, but then again, you and I had to, you and I had to chop it up for more than seven minutes the way we normally do. Facts, so facts. I appreciate you, man, very, very much. Thanks for doing that. Nah, no problem, man. Thank you for having me. Making me look good. I like it. That right there is how you show up for a man-to-man chat on the original Side Hustle. How awesome to catch up with Antoine in an extended unfiltered format and even better to do it live and in person from the row here in phoenix so my thanks to antoine for taking time on super week and bringing the heat like he always does if you're looking for even more premium unfiltered and extended content that you will not find anywhere else there's a lot more that came from because we already have over 250 episodes banked and they all hold up and even if you've heard them all we still got you covered because we are still pumping out a brand new app every single week so if you don't mind be sure and take a second find the subscribe button this way you will never ever have to worry about tracking down another app because every single new app will find its way directly to you the second it goes live find the subscribe button smash the subscribe button and i will catch you next week for episode 255 peace